Hello, mamas, and welcome back to episode three in our Mama Styling podcast series. This is our final episode talking all about a capsule wardrobe. You're going to love this one. Enjoy. Hey, mama, I'm sending you wonderful pregnancy vibes. It's time for you to guide you through. Let's take some time for you. It's pregnancy with physio. Hello, mamas, and welcome back to our third and final episode with the beautiful Lauren from Mook, sharing today all of her wisdom tips on building a capsule wardrobe. Now, I remember women telling me back in the day about capsule wardrobe. I was like, yeah, yeah, but what goes in it? I don't understand. I still was in a phase where I just had a million different mismatched pieces in my wardrobe that never quite fit. I had huge mental overwhelm, huge mental load just staring at my wardrobe and going, I don't know what to wear. I don't know what I feel good in. Nothing matches with each other. And then if I finally did get an outfit that matched, it was always the shoes that broke me. I was like, now I don't have any shoes to go with this. So it has been my mission over the past couple of years to really develop a capsule wardrobe that reduces my mental load and overwhelm and makes me feel good. And I can say confidently, I'm pretty much there. Like, I don't really have to think about what I wear every day. Everything that I wear feels comfortable for me. I don't wear anything that doesn't feel comfortable anymore. I've pretty much ditched everything that I don't like. And I know after you listen to today's episode that you're going to feel the confidence to do the same because you know what? Any minute wasted feeling crap in what we're wearing or feeling any extra load, because let's be honest, we all carry far too much mental load as it is. We don't need to add to that. So any minute wasted doing that is pathetic and completely unnecessary and we deserve better than to be overwhelmed with what we're wearing. So I really encourage you, listen to today's episode and let's go take some action steps together to create this beautiful capsule wardrobe that makes you feel good and reduces that load for you. So enjoy this final episode with Lauren from Mook. You can check her out at Mook Shop, M-O-O-L-K on Instagram and enjoy. So switching back though to clothes because I would be remiss of me to not cover this topic because this is what women really want to know. And myself included, I must admit. But we want to talk more about capsule wardrobes, essential items. Like women have a huge mental load. We know this. As mothers, our mental load is dramatically increased. We're constantly thinking about all these invisible things behind the scenes. Our minds are going at a million miles an hour. Now, when we wake up in the morning and we look at our wardrobe and we don't know what to wear, That is an unnecessary mental load that we do not need to be carrying. And I've been there. I have stared at my wardrobe for what felt like hours and just gotten so frustrated because this doesn't match with that and that's not quite the right size. And if I wear that, I don't have any shoes to match with that. And it was draining my life. It was so soul crushing to do this every single day. And so I did a bit of my own wardrobe rejig and getting a bit more of a capsule wardrobe. And it is so nice. I wake up. I just grab a pair of this pant and a pair of this top and chuck a pair of shoes on and everything goes together and everything works and I don't have to think too hard. And I know this is what women are craving. This is what they were sending in to me like, Laura, please ask your podcast guest, please ask her, what are the essentials that we need in a wardrobe? What are like the go-to mum outfits? Give me some inspiration. Help me reduce this mental load. So take it wherever you want, Lauren, but let's talk about this topic. (laughs) Okay. It's an interesting one because there's no one size fits all 
approach to wardrobe capsule because I could say to you, like, we've got a singlet that we sell and it's one of our best sellers. And I would consider that to be a wardrobe staple. I wear it with jeans. I wear it with skirts. I wear it with shorts in summer. You can layer over it with a jumper. But for someone who doesn't like form-fitting clothes, that is going to feel like completely not something they'd put in their capsule wardrobe. So again, I think it all comes down to having a real conversation with yourself and saying, what do I like wearing? But then also, what is my current life? Do I go to the beach a lot? Do I go to the gym a lot? Do I just stay at home most of the time? Do I have a really, do, am I going back to work anytime soon? That's probably another really big one I think that women need to consider is after you've had your baby, when are you planning on going back to work? And obviously you might have planned to go back at a certain time, but that always changes sometimes. Might be sooner, it might be later. And then finding pieces, and I think it has to happen over time. It, you can't just go out and buy a capsule wardrobe and the next day you've got this beautiful wardrobe to choose from. It's going to take time and it's going to take trial and error. And I know that sounds really painful. Nothing good comes easy. And you are going to have to try some different styles. And again, have that self-awareness of when you do buy a piece and you bring it into your wardrobe, stopping and thinking, do I love this enough to reach for it every day? Is it comfortable? Is it going to feel like it suit my lifestyle? Can I do all the mum things and all the kid things and everything in between in it comfortably if I want it to? Is that the, the purpose that it's serving? But I think that's just, again, it's that self-reflection and self-awareness, which I keep harping on about, but your, ward, your capsule wardrobe is going to look so different to someone else's and there's no rules around it and it's going to take time and it's going to take trial and error. And I would encourage you to push the boundaries to what you think you'd like to wear from experience we have a very active facebook group full of mums basically who come with these questions it's the oh my gosh four months postpartum and i've got my first wedding coming up and i'm absolutely stressing out i just i don't even know where to start and it's just the support and the comments and the advice that people give and they share photos and this could work for you. Do you like tight clothes or do you like oversized clothes? Like, he, And there's options for them, right? Is the beautiful thing that I love is when I get a post in the group from a mum who says to me, Lauren, I have been looking at this and I love it, but I just thought in my head absolutely will not work for me. I've either got big boobs or I've got big hips or I don't like my tummy. And then they buy it and they're like, I'm going to take a gamble. I'm going to take a, a calculated risk and they get it. And it's like they're blown away by how incredible they feel in it. And it just takes that little bit of a leap, taking a little risk to get that reward back. But you will never know unless you try it. And that's the beauty of online shopping, right? In my opinion, is most places now have great return policies where you can easily send it back that doesn't fit, get your money back, and you can try again. And yes, again, it's taking time. And yes, it might cost a little bit more in postage, but it's like putting fuel in a car, right? You can't have a car, which is convenient, and not pay for the petrol. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of finding what works for you, but pushing your comfort 
once you, I think once you've built up a little bit of a wardrobe and you've built up a little bit of confidence within that process, it's going to take time, but it's look at it from a place of fun and discovery rather than a challenge or a chore or a more negative mindset. And I think you'll be so surprised by this beautiful wardrobe that you'll end up, yeah, growing for yourself. Hmm. I think that's important to note that it doesn't happen all in one go. You don't just go, I'm going to buy these eight items. I have my capture yes. wardrobe tick. I never have to think about clothing again. My sister-in-law yep. is a chronic buy from an online store, six, $700 worth of clothes, knowing full well that it, she's just trying them on and she will send yep. half of them back, which blows my mind mm-hmm. because... I am so bad at returning items. I often just go, oh, God, that's too much life admin for me. So I would never do that. But for her, it works really well because she gets to try all these different styles and all these different colors and whatnot without having to go into a store. And then she can just handball back the ones that she doesn't need and the ones that don't fit and the ones that don't feel good for her. And I think that can be a really good option for some women. If it feels too much to go into a store and try these all on, maybe just get a huge online order, sift through the things that you like and that you don't like. And then send back the ones that there's such good returns policies these days that you really can afford to do. That's it. Help me to the mental yep. load though, because I know that this mental load is a huge factor. Can you take your, how old are your girls now? Eight and six. Eight and six. Beautiful. So if you can transport yourself back to the Lauren of in that first year postpartum with children. I'm curious to know, just from your personal point of view, like you said, there's no rules. Everyone's different, but I do think women like ideas and inspiration what were your go-to mum outfits and then I'll share mine so that women just get a little bit of like an idea of I know there's women sitting there going yeah but what do I wear I literally have no idea just give me some ideas of four items I can rotate which make me feel good so what would you have worn back then what were your rotating outfits and what was in your capsule wardrobe I am very much a top and bottom person I I don't gravitate towards dresses on the day-to-day, but I know a lot of women love dresses because they find them easy. You put one thing on and you're done and you often look like you've made an effort, but really you haven't. So I guess tops and bottoms, I think from that perspective, I would say if you're a top and bottom person, it is probably going to be a little bit more of a mental load because you are matching things together. Whereas a dress is such an easy way to instantly be done and ready to go as long as you get the right dress that's going to be comfortable and you find makes you feel really good so I was a tops and bottoms girl I love singlets which is why I spent so long designing the singlet that we currently have available because I don't breastfeed but I wear that singlet like multiple times a week I would do singlet and jeans or singlet and a high-waisted skirt and that was my go-to basically dresses were very rare on rotation for me and then also just I'm like t-shirt and jeans kind of person but that was my rotation and I always just went with simplicity I love denim I think denim goes with everything I know denim can seem really scary and I've been there when I was postpartum none of my clothes fit obviously like you said I don't think anyone any woman really gets back into their pre-pregnancy wardrobe any time within the fourth trimester. So going out and having to buy new jeans in my size, one, it's that whole hurdle of, oh my gosh, I'm in a bigger size, which is ridiculous now that I think back on it. But obviously I've come a long way in my 
postpartum style journey and it has taken six years and it's still ongoing. It can be challenging with denim, but you don't need to think denim jeans. Like there's beautiful denim skirts. Those midi length denim skirts are coming back in now and I'm seeing some awesome women on Instagram styling them in such a cool way. I would never, personally, that's not my style, but I can appreciate that it would be such a great option for someone who wants denim in their wardrobe but doesn't want jeans. And I guess going back to me, transporting me back to 2014, like Instagram wasn't what it was now. And I think the resources available now to find inspiration are so much more plentiful, but also at the same time, I've caught myself doing the comparisonitis thing. It's that, oh my gosh, that mum is always so together. She's never got not on her clothes. And I guess that's, you just got to take it hand in hand and go, okay, there's a lot of inspiration as long as I find the right people that I resonate with and that are actually bringing value to my life versus, okay, no, this person actually is making me feel less than. So it's time to sever that one. But it's, again, it comes down to that self-awareness and acknowledgement that can happen as well. So back in my day, I had Pinterest. I still love Pinterest actually for style inspiration. And I think that's because it's a global platform. You're not just restrained to Australia and what the current trends are in Australia. There's obviously a lot of other vibes going on in Pinterest that you can really be like, oh, okay, that's fun. I could play with that. But yeah, that was my go-to. So I'm very much a tops and bottoms gal. And then in winter, again, I could wear jeans year round. That's my, they're my comfort zone. It's almost like my active wear. So I came from corporate having the only pair of sneakers I ever owned were like oh, gathering dust because they were for exercising. So then to come into this, like, I, I didn't know what loungewear was. I didn't, I'd go from corporate during the day working to socializing on the weekends and everything in between that was pajamas. I didn't really, I worked in quite extremes in my wardrobe. So to then go into motherhood and to be like, I still need to look nice, but not like corporate, but not like in my pajamas. I really struggled to find what my casual was. I literally only just bought my first pair of sneakers yesterday. <laughs> Lifestyle sneakers, not like yeah. exercise sneakers. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to look different for everyone, right? Maybe you are a person who's come from a pre-baby wardrobe. And I think that's why it was so shocking for me because literally not one thing in my wardrobe would work not one and I know other women would probably be in that situation and for me again it came down to that okay I'm not planning on going back to work anytime soon so that question comes up of do I keep all these clothes that I used to love and that used to serve me well or do I just go do you know what that chapter has closed let's move those on someone else can get the joy and the wear out of them and now I need to focus on this new version, this new style that I need to find out what that is because I didn't know what it was and I didn't, I don't think I really had a style. And I guess the brand, what you see the brand going through over the look, because the brand's almost seven years old now, which is crazy. That's watching me and my style journey mm. is that it has changed so much and the brand is definitely a reflection of my confidence and my my whole perception on what it means to dress like a mum and trying to move away from 
a mum uniform. And I just realized in the last 12 months, like the word uniform brings with it this conformity, this everyone needs to look the same. No one's allowed to stand out. No one's allowed to take up space. And I know it's just used casually, but I feel like there's such a subconscious level to this that is restricting mums from wearing what they want to wear. Mm. So just trying to, again, be mindful of the language that I'm using and not saying, oh, a mum uniform. No, that's just their clothes. And do you like the look of them? Because if you do, then give them a try. Yeah, so it's, I know I've gone on a really big kind of. No, 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 you've actually already answered a question that was sent in, which was a really common one as well about women feeling torn because they have this whole old wardrobe that A, may not fit their personality anymore, B, may not be practical anymore, and most often C, doesn't fit them physically, their new shape anymore. And women are so torn as to, do they just ditch their whole old wardrobe and like, reinvest even though the shape they're in right now may not be the shape they're going to be forever like women feel so torn between this whole or do I hold on to these pieces in the hope that like I may fit back into them and I I wonder if you have any extra advice on top of you said you you got rid of all your old stuff and started fresh but I've got a lot of themes coming through about women feeling conflicted about the old versus the new and investing in a new wardrobe when I guess you're holding on to that what if I lose this shape and go back to where I was and maybe lose some weight mm. and I stop breastfeeding and my breasts change shape? And Or do you just fully go headfirst in and embrace where you're at right now because a day wasted feeling shit about what you're wearing is not worth it? Like, what's your take on all of that? I'm a big advocate on dressing for your body right now. No presumptions about what it's going to be like. No looking back on what it was. It's like, this is where I'm at right now. And it just, it's that self-love of honoring your body in its current state. In terms of the investment, I totally get it. Like we were a single income family pretty much the whole way through both my pregnancies and early childhood. And I know how challenging it is. And I know it's so hard to invest in yourself because it's fun to do the baby stuff. It's fun to buy the cute little baby clothes. And as they grow, you've got to buy them clothes as well. And I get it. I think there are some amazing buy, swap, sell pages on Facebook. Our brand has one, other brands. And the thing is, the thing you want to look for, in my opinion, is quality brands that have a customer base that might have similar values to you, they're the ones who are going to look after the clothes. They're the ones who are going to want to on-sell it when they're done with it. And you can end up purchasing quite a good quality item for a much cheaper price and still getting the same benefits, the same quality, the same fit and comfort, but just at a cost that fits within your budget. And again, it feels scary because you can't turn it. So I guess there's pros and cons of each, right? It's do I just go to Kmart and buy a whole Kmart wardrobe? I'm not talking dirty of Kmart and I think it has its place, but in terms of its longevity, thinking about the consumerism side of it as well, it's just, it all feels very messy and it all feels like there's negatives with each option that you go down. And I guess it's just choosing your comfort level of one, what's your budget? How comfortable are you? 
buying things knowing that they're going to not last you throughout the not last you the year in terms of wash and wear or do you go to a buy swap sell and risk potentially getting the wrong size and being stuck with an item you can't wear which could then go back on the buy swap sell but again that comes with effort and time and mental load so it's just choosing what you're comfortable with or is it going to a brand and going I know this is quality they have similar values to me ethical manufacturing good we know there's good quality products you can get that verification from a community of women who are literally buying it on repeat and sharing it and saying yes this is good yes I can wash it yes I can I don't have to wash it in a delicate way that's going to take up more time and more mental load and saying I can only buy one piece this month and then over time then your wardrobe will grow that's Mm -hmm. another approach as well so yeah it's just choosing what you're comfortable with but I am a big advocate of on dressing your body for how it currently is because for me that's a sign of self-love yeah I agree because I think so many of us are holding out for oh but if I just lose weight or if I just and I think that's just again like holding self-care at arm's length it's like saying yep I'm not worthy right now to feel good in what I'm wearing I'm gonna put that off until I hit this but it's no like you can re confident now you can look good now you can feel good now and you know what maybe you go back to those sizes eventually and so be it you just buy for that size then but it's like not holding out or waiting to find joy in your life and waiting to look after yourself until you get back to a certain size or a certain shape that you used to be in and I'm sure there's going to be beloved pieces that you just will never let go of we're definitely not saying ditch your entire wardrobe that's not at all what we're preaching but there's going to be a lot of things that you go, you know what, right now I can't wear that and I want to feel good in what I wear every day and it's time to move on and get something else. And I see women yeah. doing it on Instagram and they can just see they're lit up by, oh, I've just finally bought clothes in my size and it feels so good. And I know it sounds so simple, but I know so many women will be listening, knowing that they're holding on to clothes that just don't serve them for this current season they're in right yeah. now. And I do feel like we live in a world where, from a cost point of view, there are so many options. Depop was something that I explored at one stage. That was a really great way to search for brands that you love, but they're secondhand so that they're cheaper. So I feel like that you can be really resourceful these days. If you really do want to invest in pieces, but you don't have the budget maybe to go and buy everything brand new. So I think that's really important. Going back to the capsule wardrobe and like, dressing as a mum. I thought I'd share here. I'm definitely not fashion stylist. Obviously, everyone who follows me will know that. But I wore activewear. I was the mum that in the early stages of having a baby, I literally wore activewear every day. I had my sneakers, I had my tights, and I had a t-shirt. And that felt really good for me in those early stages because I often would walk the pram every day. So I wanted an outfit that I could like do a little bit of exercise in, but also like wear to the shops and out for coffee. And what I liked the black tights because if my baby did a vomit or if they had a poo explosion or everything was wipe offable, it didn't make a huge mark. Like it felt very practical from that point of view. If I was getting messy and whatnot. So I pretty much had yet yeah, t-shirt or a jumper, depending on where you live, my active wear tights and my sneakers. And I wore that every single day on some sort of rotation for the first few months. And then I got to a point where I was like, ah, 
I'm not in that phase anymore. I actually feel a bit dowdy wearing mm-hmm. activewear every day, especially given that I'm actually, I was finding I was doing less active movement during the day because I wasn't <laughs> yeah. necessarily going for the pram walks and stuff. And so that's when I switched to, oh, okay, I really want to step it up now and actually change what I'm doing because I'm feeling like a bit frumpy, a bit dowdy, a bit just not myself. So what I did for my wardrobe is I went through every single piece of clothing and I just went, if it had one bit of ickiness to it, oh, I can only wear that if I wear this certain bra underneath or I can only wear that if I have, a, if it was a really finicky piece of clothing, I just ditched it. I was like, you know what? Too hard. It needs to be able to really go with anything. It doesn't need to have 17 rules around how I can wear it because it you know, only fits in these sorts of ways. So I got rid of that. I got rid of anything that felt like too tight, too pinchy, too uncomfortable, not my right size, ditched that. I got rid of anything that was impractical. So <laughs> pretty much anything that was like white or beige, I was like, look, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to be another season of life for me right now because my children are filthy and I'm so precious when I wear these pants. It's not worth it. It's too much for my mental load. Yep. And then I ended up just keeping, I wear, for my outfit in winter, I wear boots, jeans, t-shirt, jumper, like some sort of knit or whatnot. And I just have a couple of each of those items, a couple of pair of jeans that fit really well, a couple of t-shirts that are really nice, a couple of sweaters, jumpers, knits that I really love, and my boots. That is literally what I wear all winter long on some sort of rotation. And it is amazing. I literally don't have to think about what I wear. And then in summer, I have a couple of pair of shorts, a couple of pairs of t-shirts, because that's all I wear pretty much all summer. A couple of dresses, but like you said, I actually find I don't gravitate to dresses, mostly because I don't know about you, but I squat a lot as a mum. I am always bending over. I am always squatting to the ground and I find dresses. I have to think too much about not flashing everybody around me. So I'm like, not practical. I need to be able to wear shorts. And then I have a pair of my favorite sandals and I wear that all summer long. And I tell you what, ladies, the mental load is gone. It is gone. It is so easy for me to dress now. And it's amazing. And I'm sure I'll go on my next evolution of what I wear and how I show up when I finish breastfeeding. I'm still breastfeeding at the moment and all of that. But it just is a good reminder, I think, that it can be light. It can be less frustrating. It can feel simpler because I know that's a big load that a lot of women are holding. And I think that's unnecessary we've got way too many things already on our plate that we do not need to be that we do not need to be holding I've got a final question from a listener Lauren before we wrap this up because I thought this one would apply to a lot of women and I wondered if you had any advice that I hadn't heard of yet but one lady and I could sense the frustration in the way that she said this question but she was like what do you wear when you have filthy grubby children who touch you all day long and I was like I feel this deeply (laughs) And at one stage I was like, do I just wear patterns all day long? Because then the mess is less obvious. I don't know. What's the answer? Do you have any advice on the cleanliness situation when it comes to what we're wearing as mums? <laughs> I guess it's just to remind everyone that life is messy and it's okay if you get mess on your clothes and you don't need to feel less than or like a bad mum or like you're not keeping up with the mess because I don't keep up with the mess personally. I think that's a good reminder is like, it's the same thing with bras showing. We get so many women saying, oh, I can see a little bit of my bra strap. And I'm like, we all wear bras. Most of us, 
Yeah. If you brush her, it's like, I'm not going to judge you. Can you not judge me? And then we're all happy. We can all have a little bra strap slip out every now and again. It's the same with the mess. So like, for example, we have a rule if you come into our Facebook group, like you are strictly not allowed to say, please excuse the messy mirror. Please excuse the messy room. It's no, like we've all got messy rooms. We've all got messy mirrors. They've all got handprints all over them. It's just like mess is part of life. It's not even just part of motherhood. It's just part of life. So I think that's probably my biggest reminder for people is there's nothing to be embarrassed about if you do get mess on your clothes. There are some really great resources out there for washing clothes effectively and quickly to get rid of every kind of stain. So probably some of the best groups to join if you want those tips is the Modern Cloth Nappy groups because those women are powerhouses with laundry. And not even like spending a lot of time on it. If you've got a stain, just go to them and they will just be like full of advice. That's probably another tip is I am terrible. Like I am very basic in my laundry knowledge. And I think there is this whole other realm that I haven't discovered yet in terms of doing laundry properly. Because I think it is a bit of a skill, to be honest. And then, yeah, prints. Absolutely fantastic. People have this assumption that black is going to hide things. Black actually shows more often than white. Like baby vomit, you can see a lot more on a black garment than you can on a white one. Again, the white, I think, has always been very daunting for mums. White bottoms, yeah, sure, get that. No way. I wouldn't do that. But I love white. I love crisp white. It makes me feel alive and fresh and human. And it's actually one of the easier colors to wash because you have bleach that you can use as long as it's a crisp white. And if you know how to bleach properly, again, there's a lot of learning for me to do with my washing skills. See, I think it's just about embracing the mess and learning how to wash properly. I think it's, that's probably another takeaway. And prints, if you're really worried about it, prints are amazing. Also, if you have a dress or a top or a skirt that's got a lot of fabric in terms of gather, like that hides shit. That hides stuff. I'm sorry, I just swore. That hides yeah. it perfectly. So that's probably another thing you can think about. What else? Denim is so easy to wash. And don't wash your denim too much. That's another thing. I think people wash their denim too much and that also makes jeans uncomfortable every time you, you wear them. Mm. So if you just wash them, I think I wash mine like once a month and they fit. They like molded to my body now. And then yeah. when I do my wash, I'm like, okay, prepare. Yeah. To re remold them. I feel like it ticks all the boxes, right? It's here's some practical steps. I personally have outsourced all my laundry to my husband. So I also have very little understanding of how to truly get stains out. I actually yep. had the a terrible stain on my jeans. Ironically, because I decided to wash them. I obviously washed them with something that was a little bit too dirty. And then I got this stain on them. Anyway, I had to send them to my oh, sister in law's no. to get them washed because I had understanding she washed them like five times and she managed to get it better but anyway that's where I'm at with my laundering have absolutely zero yeah. concept but I do I, just again I think this sums up this whole conversation really well the zooming out and it's about seeing the mess as it, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything about you or how you mother or what it means about how put together your life is and I think that's that really resonated with me because I'm much more comfortable with mess these days. But I do, I'll go out with a like clearly messy t-shirt because I'm like, you know what? I just got dressed. My kids just made me messy. 
If I change, they're probably just going to make the next t-shirt messy. I'd rather just wash one mm-hmm. t-shirt. So you know what? I'm going out. I'm going to meet my friends with a messy t-shirt because I have children who touch me, who need me, and that is okay. But I think in the past, I would have gotten changed because I would have made it mean something about how I was mothering and how I yes. was coping. And that if I had mess all over me, that I'm disheveled, I'm not put together, I'm not in control. I would have made it mean something about me as a person. And I just think it was a really cool reflection when you said that, because I was like, oh, how far I've come in just owning the Mm. life that I'm in and the season that I'm in, and that we're all there together and that we don't need to be pretending that we don't wear bras and that we don't have mess and that our houses are together all the time. I literally was having this conversation with someone else on a podcast interview this week about how refreshing it is to see someone's messy house because often we just think that everybody's yes. living in display homes and why is our house so trashed? But it's just mm-hmm. because we, we don't show that because of these stories we hold around what it means. But I think, again, zooming out, that's a really important message is that it's all part of life. Don't make it mean something bad about you. It's just that your child yeah. ate food this morning and then touched you. End of story. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little bit of camaraderie too. Like I see a mum, like often we get mums come in photo shoots and like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm covered in mess. And like before she'd even said that, I've got a little smile on my face because I'm like, I've been there and I love that you just, you just embrace it. It's just, it's part of it. It's, I get you, I see you, I feel you, I've been there. It does get better when they get older, they get a little bit less grubby or at least they get grubby and they know not to touch you. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's, it's that let's come together and celebrate and yeah, that little bit of camaraderie and we are all in the same kind of mess. It's a bit chaotic, but it's, it's awesome and beautiful and like all those other positives as well. So yeah, yeah I, I think that's probably the main thing to take away. Yeah, I so resonate with that. Let's all gather rather than divide. Let's all just come together with all of our commonalities rather than looking for the differences or the comparisons because we're all in it together. We all understand what it feels like and there's a realness and a vulnerability and an honesty that is really refreshing. So this has been such a wonderful chat, Lauren. I really know that the women listening to this are going to feel more empowered to just own who they are what their body looks like right now, how to dress for what feels good for themselves right now with a side as well of like the practical, like how to reduce the mental load, how to breastfeed in public practically with the clothing that you're wearing. I feel like this is a really beautiful meeting. The practicalities of fashion and styling, but also with the deeper meaning behind what it means to be a woman in this modern world and to be confident in yourself and to really look within and trust yourself and your intuition. And it's a beautiful meeting of the two. So thank you so much for joining me. I know this is going to be so well received and I really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. It was a really great chat. I hope some women get some value out of it. That's all I can ask for. I love it. Thank you, Lauren. Hey, mamas. I so hope that you are leaving today's episode feeling, yes, I'm going to go home and I'm going to demolish my wardrobe. I am going to only keep the things that actually feel really good on me and that feel like they fit me well, they go with lots of things, they reduce the mental overwhelm and that you can start to work towards this capsule wardrobe if you feel 
that is the right calling for you. I'm sure there's plenty of women who do not have this problem, but if you're like I was, you really need to sort out your wardrobe and you really need to reduce that overwhelm of this doesn't fit, that one's a little bit too short, that one's a little bit too tight. Let's just get things that fit us for right now. Let's get rid of those things we're holding on to for one day because that doesn't serve us right now. Let's dress for the body we have right now. And as we mentioned, it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be hard. But let's just start trying to reduce that overwhelm. I know you know this. We have far too many things on our plate. When our children need to go have a nap, when do they need to be fed? When are their nails due to be cut? What activities do we have planned this week? What appointments do we need to get to? Does the car have petrol? Like we just have so many things we're always thinking about. Let's not add to that list by being totally overwhelmed with what we're going to wear every day. And I know for me, I walk into my wardrobe every morning now and I just pick something and it fits and it works. And for the most part, it goes together and I don't have to think about it. And it's so liberating. It's so life-changing. And so I encourage you all to go and do that to your wardrobes right now. Come on over to at Physio Laura and please let me know how you're going with this. Please let me know how this is reducing your mental load and making you feel like the sexy goddess, amazing version of yourself right now, rather than maybe the dowdy, disheveled, tired, grumpy version, which you know what? We all have those days. We're not trying to hide that version of ourselves. That's for sure. But I know for me, I always feel better when I wear the clothes that make me feel good, right? Like I don't feel amazing when I wear the clothes that make me feel really dowdy. And whilst there's a time and place for them, like I'm not saying we have to show up and pretend to be not disheveled. We have our moments where, yeah, hundred percent, we rock up to that play date and we're like, I've had an absolute shit of a morning. And I look like this because the morning didn't go to plan. That's okay. But also we deserve to feel good, right? So I really hope you love this podcast series. A little bit different for me, but I loved bringing it to you. Make sure you subscribe to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast. We have some exciting changes coming up very soon. So I want to make sure that you don't miss out on potentially a new podcast name, a rebrand, a different look. Things are spicing up a little bit behind the scenes here and I cannot wait to share it all with you. So do make sure you subscribe so that it doesn't miss you. And I look forward to seeing you next week and bringing you a wonderful new podcast series. Have a wonderful week wherever you are, mama. And I hope that you feel amazing in whatever you're wearing today, however you're wearing it, just flaunt it.